There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. Now, Netflix themselves have said, this ain't your granddaddy's Western. Because, uh, well, for starters, it has Idris Elba and Regina King and uh, the Heart of the Fall stars Idris and Jonathan Majors and Lakeith Stanfield and it's a fresh take on a western because like has you wouldn't even call Django like we we they don't make westerns anymore well um, there's um, the Quentin Tarantino one apart from Django there's another one uh, oh, the, there's the seven something somethings oh yeah remember that one yeah that apart was, from Quentin who's kind of yeah Quentin's done a couple of westerns well um, Mandalorian is a western it's not going to be in black and white though is it oh, was it in black and white yeah. no I wouldn't say so one then well, it's going to be really authentic so it's called Harder Fall uh, the harder they fall and uh, well Idris is in it so what else what else do you want not James Bond though not James well look haven't we enough James Bond at the moment we'll get on to Mr Bond in a second oh, yeah we haven't come on the show today uh, here is this western you think Destiny's coming to you my guns go back I don't particularly enjoy violence. That being said, you are currently in company of extremely violent individuals. Jump, mother. She ain't gonna end well for you. Really? Obviously, I'd give it a chance. I just, I could just hear John Luther there. Oh yeah. Well, um, so James Bond, the premiere of No Time to Die, was last night in London, and Daniel Craig showed up in a, a sort of a was it a wine coloured, pink coloured? I think it was pink jacket. It, it could have been wine. I think what he was got and looked a bit velvety. I think what he's trying to do there is because he still have to wear a tux. He didn't want to look like James Bond. Well, he, but also he's like he. He's the only person in the world. Now, listen to the Muppets, right? If you're invited to a black tie event, he's Daniel Craig. He's celebrating being James Bond for five times. He's allowed to get away with that. If you show up to your company do in, in a similar jacket thinking, <laughs> thinking you're Daniel Craig. Well, you can pull it off. You can't. That's what my advice to you is. <laughs> you can't. The, the, the people who, end, who wear the white jacket or like a Homer Simpson tie, also the same thing careful I think where he was going to cut out was to say 
It's not mine anymore now. Yes. It's someone else's. Uh, Rami was on the red carpet um, because he's been talking about working with Daniel Craig. He uh, he plays a baddie, of course, in the new Bond. Here's what he's been saying. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, unless unless you're Daniel Craig. But uh, for me, it's something that I'm going to relish for the rest of my life. I couldn't be more grateful to have been asked to be in this film, and uh, it was everything I wanted it to be. Daniel was uh, an exceptional leader. It's hard to really want to hate someone on screen when he is so kind and thoughtful and uh, giving. Daniel reminds me a lot of a lot of Bond himself. I, I think they're quite altruistic people who aren't out for personal glory, but they're really looking out for more than themselves. And all he wanted on set was that to be reciprocated by all the other actors and crew. And uh, I, I hope we did justice. So they're all queued up and Prince Charles is there talking to him and somebody put up a picture of Prince Charles talking to Daniel Craig saying, I'll have a Pims, please. Because he does look like a waiter in a really posh hotel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I think he has a bit of a reputation for being a little bit frosty, but uh, he was all right. Like he, We spoke to him and he was, he was okay to answer questions and he was quite all right with his answers. They weren't short and sharp. And no, he's, he was very cool. I th- I th- again, I thought he'd be a little bit sort of more thorny or something or yeah no he's lovely he was he's a cool he's a cool guy and uh, Victoria Beckham I'm still watching that Spice Girls thing it was on again last night her favourite treat in the whole world it's a bit of a Nigella thing here uh, just whole grain toast with salt oh that's when she splashes out see when she says what she's eating everybody listens like right yeah <laughs> her diet is too strict so she doesn't have anything she's never had a bacon sandwich and by the way she shouldn't watch her son Brooklyn's videos then she's never had a bacon sandwich no I want to see the dirt he makes. It's so good. He does make dirty dirt. Yeah, he mustn't live there anymore or something with him because, I mean, the smell of it would have you coming down going, give us a bit of that, will you? But you see the dad sometimes wander around the background, so... He eats a bit of it, he yeah. Must, he must call over to him. Yeah, but uh, sure, David probably just eats it and starts burning inside him straight away. A photographer and a chef. Yeah. Did all right there, he did. It's 5-7 on F104. That's Dish the Dirt for now. This is Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. Not today, it won't. It's uh, Wednesday, the 29th of September. How are you? So, as we were talking before, Seven, today uh, I'm going to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's going to happen. I know I said it was going to happen last Wednesday. Of course. I, d- I don't know what happened. There was a glitch in the Matrix, but I am... Uh, 19, I, almost 19 million. Yeah, 19 million. So Or million, as a matter So what happens, Nobby, when I win? Do I ring you straight away or will I tell you tomorrow on the show? Um, or do I come in tomorrow? That's, I, these are the questions you need I, to ask yourself. I, I'd have known you as well as I do, Jim. I imagine you wouldn't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's a fair fair statement. <laughs> um, right, so let's... Yeah, everyone should play tonight. Everyone should. Oh, man, imagine. Now, it's likely to win the lottery for you now because uh, Liverpool 5. I know. Porto 1. Unbelievable. Yeah, um... That shot where the keeper was chasing back towards the goal. It was like, ah! Uh, yeah. It was, it was good. It's good. It's Champions fantastic. League, though. You're, you're going to go and mess it up now in another two games. What can you see? Paris Saint-Germain, two. Manchester City, nil. Lionel Messi scores his first goal. It must be, like, you must be, when you're an absolute legend like Ronaldo or Messi, you must be thinking, oh, man, I'm, like... Everyone's bought my jersey. All these, these little, these little boys and girls all around the world who are expecting me to yeah, score. I sure. need to do this. 
Ronaldo's first game back to United, I think many minutes was about 38 and it was a fairly soft goal the first one I'd say he was thinking I need to score be careful doing that running jump thing the celebration that Ronaldo does I've seen a few people slide and uh, like nearly do the splits and hurt their uh, their crown jewels yeah it's because the grass is so watered that uh, they can slide be so if you're doing it on a lumpy pitch outside your mask gaff I wouldn't do it no knees left they still haven't found what I'm looking for I'm going to give you the headline now. You have to tell me. Bono what, is coming yeah. up with his own kind of uh, alcoholic drink. Yes, is it? Yeah. well done. Yeah. A new whiskey distillery backed by an investment by Bono is nearly ready to open and is hiring staff. Now, I presume he's one of the, the, one backers. Of the backers. But it's a good headline. Yeah. Just still haven't found what I'm looking for. What's he going to call it, though? No one's going to drink Bono. No, I don't think it's going to be called Bono. Work's nearly finished in the new Church of Oak facility at the historic Bally Kelly Mills site near uh, Monster Evan in County Kildare. 50 million euro distillery beside the Grand Canal also has plans for a visitor experience too so that's cool I mean it's creating jobs so but I, I think that there must be moments in newsrooms where you, you think right Bono's an investor I need to write a story about and then somebody must go mm. we're one but we're not the same no, no, no. bad no 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 that's a pretty good one I just still haven't found what I'm looking for class yeah. go for it you should go home early after that one. Uh, also, Stormzy was at the red carpet last night. Is he on the soundtrack or does he just like Bond? I don't know. As was Billie Eilish. She was there and she's obviously in the soundtrack. He must be, well, he must be doing something. He must be somewhere. Unless he's just a super fan. Like, they do invite yeah. know, celebrities to that. That's true. Star studded. Star spied on red carpet. Daniel Craig was there, of course, but uh, Rami Malek, all the, all the various... Judy Dench... It's almost three hours long. Crossy said you need two drink, drinks and a popcorn. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge was there because she was involved with the sound with the um, the script writing. Billie Eilish and Phineas were both there. Because they, they did the um, the Bond song. Yeah. Although it was about two years ago, but yeah. No one even remembers what it sounds like. So I it's don't a, a star-studded event. And we've spoken to three of the cast members, including Daniel himself and the director. So uh, that's coming up on the show. Yes, it is. And we'll also be hanging out with Danny from The Script very soon as well because they're back with uh, a new album, the greatest hits album, uh, going to do a few gigs. And uh, just, you know, just because. Mm. Why not? That's kind of our job, to talk to people that you might want to listen to. Um, so, uh, the the, uh, the air grid people are saying still, yeah, uh, got to have a shortage of electricity, everyone, for the next few years. So here's, here's their solution. They're going to keep all the old... Uh, turf burning and, and coal burning places open I think to keep us on the straight and narrow It'd yeah be but grand. what if you don't have a fireplace there's a lot of houses now that don't have fireplaces yeah how do you stay warm encourage people to move away from the fossil fuels put on a hoodie <laughs> I'm not made of money so, uh, we need to find something like uh, can, they, can they can they lamp a load of solar panels on people's houses before this all kicks in I think um, I think who's going to pay for that yeah but if they keep burning, like Turlock Hill, did you ever go there in a school tour? No. Have this massive two turbines and the water just goes down from the reservoir, makes them move, and they generate electricity. Oh, yeah. But there's also loads of, they still burn, uh, they still have to burn loads of coal stations in case any of the other greener solutions just stop working today. So they're always burning. They're always burning. Right, well. So hopefully we get to stay warm. And it's, uh, it's looking like a tax-free 500 euro voucher for frontline staff on the table. Tax oh, free five hundred quid. Yeah, thousand be better, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, sure, thousand tax free would be better. Yeah, thousand sounds nicer. Maybe if uh, no one wins the nineteen tonight, they should just split it with all the 
for so blind people. So what do you want, everyone? If I win, right? Let's just let's pretend. If I win 19 million, what would you like? Swimming pool within no within within PlayStation within Five. Reason I don't know you. Like I'll give Nobby something nice. A copy of FIFA 22 inside. Well, you know, you know, hit me with something you'd like, and I'll, you know, let's have a pro- let's have a value of under a grand, yeah, because mm. I don't know you. Mm. Tell us what you want under a grand, and if I win, I'll sort some of you out with it. How about that? And an electric Porsche. Thanks. You'd like an electric Porsche? Yeah. It's done. Thanks. Guarantee. How much is an electric Porsche? Thanks, man. Uh, I reckon I get you a good one for about one one sixty. Hundred and sixty grand. We're buying cash and probably get a straight. Oh yeah, and, and your mortgage paid off. How about that? And that as well. Yeah. Jesus, Jimmy, very generous. I've got nineteen million, Nobby. I know, yeah, but like, <laughs> I work with you every day. I know, I know. I never thought you cared. Everyone's but... mortgage paid off. Terry's. Oh, Terry's grand. I'm across the gaff. Terry's self-sufficient. Leave him alone, out of it. Oh no, I'll sort him out. I'll get him his own tractor for his carrots <laughs> and his polytunnels. <laughs> I need a new couch, Jim. Give yeah. us an Xbox. No, but it's yours, yeah? Xbox is yours, yeah? If yeah. I win now, this is terms and conditions apply. If I win the the, the lot, if I win the 19 million tonight, I'll give you these things. Can I have a Hoover, some car seats, covers and a bottle of tequila and some shoes? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's yours. Good game. Swimming. This is Robbie Alarm Clock, it's F104, it's 7.20. A lot of your messaging about the M1, what's the crack, what's going on, lads? Uh, there is emergency services dealing with a vehicle fire southbound at Julian's Town. It's in the hard shoulder and traffic is very slow in approach. So it's people having a look, basically. Once you get past that, you should be all right. Uh, PlayStation 5, Jim, that's all. Uh, FIFA 22 for my daughter and a bottle of Don Berrion. Well, you can win a copy of FIFA 22 today. Hey, you don't need, need to win a lot of that. Bikes for the family and a PS5, a PS5 FIFA 22. Now you see, you're going over your grand budget there now. Um, you know what I mean? Keep it under a grand. Although the bikes could be cheaper ones, maybe. Get them on the bike to work. Trip to Vegas, please. Trip to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, The Simpsons has predicted the future many, many times, as we know, right? So it was all that Trump stuff, even the, like when Trump was elected and he went down that escalator. Do you remember mm. that? It's exactly With the, the hat on. Exactly everything the same. So they predicted the UK petrol shortages. A 2010 episode titled Lisa Simpson, This Isn't Your Life. Saw Homer, Homer Simpson fill the boot of his car with petrol to get Maggie a toy at a Texan gas station. He filled the boot of his car with petrol? As in he opened the boot? Did you see that woman with a bag? No. Have you not seen the picture in the UK? What she do with the bag? She has a, like, not even what a, did you do with the bag? Not even a bag for life. She has a plastic shopping filled bag. Filled with petrol? She filled it with petrol. She's walking out of a petrol garage. Bet you she vote to leave. <laughs> yes, she did. She's walking with a bag of petrol out of a garage. It's sploshing around like it's it's Just full. Christ. It looks like it's about to burst any second. Oh God! What is like? What? Why are people so stupid? But like nobody's like nobody ever tells you what to do. Like you get the petrol pump, you pour it. jerry can a jerry can, yeah. I don't you know, know why it's particularly called Jerry. But would not somebody not instead of like taking a picture of her, run over and go, "That's really dangerous what you're doing." Probably couldn't be told. There's also like I saw they somebody, shouldn't have stuck the pump on for her. You have to click the, the behind the, the cashier has to press the button. You should look. You always look out. I used to do the job. You look out, see who's trying to get petrol, and if they have a plastic bag up to the nozzle, you don't release the pump. I also saw somebody online, and just to show you how uh, some people can be, you know, really dim. And they were going, and this is a great hack for how to clean your oven. You get WD-40 and spray it all over it. And, and the camera, the camera, the camera's were going, 
This could kill you. <laughs> yeah, this could kill you. Don't, don't don't clean it with WD forty. Oh, it'll, it'll remove the stuff, but it's really else. it's really toxic. Don't put that near. I love the smell of W. Actually, everybody gets a few bottles of WD forty as well. Will you? Yeah, industrial size with a foot pump. A foot pump? Can you get one of them? I don't know. I'm sure you can. If you got nineteen million, you can get anything. They also predicted um, Richard Branson going to space. Back in 2014, in an episode of the, called The War of Art. I've been saying that if we wanted to do that for and years. And he was in space, floating, gazing at a painting. They predicted the 9, uh, predicted the 9-11 attacks in a 1997 uh, thing. They had the Trump's rise to power, they predicted that. Disney buying Fox, they predicted that. So what are they looking for from all this? I don't know. They predicted Prince uh, dying. They predicted the Ebola virus. Well, of course Prince is going to die at some point. But in April 2016... Prince was found dead in his. Uh, in his okay, Jim, you don't need to remind me. The storyline from The Simpsons day. in 2008 showed an agent getting Homer to kill off Prince because unfortunately there are certain stars that don't do what we want. So eight years before. Homer killed Prince. Homer kills Prince in The Simpsons. That's just not nice. In his, in his recording studio. They also so predicted this, COVID. Great. They also predicted uh, the death of uh, a gorilla who was shot in 2016 when a toddler climbed into the enclosure. They predicted all these things. It's mad. It is a bit weird, yeah. Uh, Botox, please, and fillers. Uh, thanks for the Jerry Halliwell meme, which Spice Girl can still get petrol. Jerry can. Jerry can. Hey. Okay. Do you want Botox and fillers? How much is that? Um, you know you're a budget of a grand here, guys. Yeah. I reckon you get under the grand for the Botox, yeah. All right. Under the grand for the Botox. Any just, advance on the just, Botox in the PlayStation 5? Just don't go to Backstreet Barry for injecting things into your head. Uh, Imagine oh. if you had a Botox business and it was called Backstreet Barry. Like, they were really, really badly titled business. <laughs> uh, Kobe Byron apparently as well they did yeah, they just, well, yeah, this is just a tip wow. of the iceberg yeah so there's loads general on the lotto win- uh, purchase please the, the most repetitive request for your 90 million is PlayStation 5 PlayStation 5 is that that difficult to find yeah. I think we need to try and get some of these to give away for real absolutely I'm on the case it's 725 and F104 uh, can't give you a PlayStation 5 can give you copies of FIFA 22 if you want a copy of it not on sale until Friday hang on this is Strawberry Alarm Clock at 7 to 4. Mr. Sheeran, two nights in Croker. Good luck to him. How many nights in total is he doing this in this country? I think five. Wow. Could be six even. Could be more. What is did I do here? What did I do? I don't remember this. Well, do you know the uh, competition we're doing this week? Yes. Why the Last Man? Why the Last Man? On Disney Plus. New episodes out today. Everyone has words that they have difficulty saying. Yeah. Do you not remember this? this oh, happened I do now, yeah. Probably Thursday is, or Friday of last week. This when, when they like us to talk about these things, they give us blurbs. And the blurb says... Is it is it post puck? Post puck. <laughs> so we had to record a promo uh, for this week's competition prize. Last have you bleeped week. this now? If it needs to be bleeped. Oh, I have. Yeah. And uh, you sure? Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. And <laughs> so we're recording together and I was doing my lines and then Navi does his lines, but he just had a problem with the word apocalyptic. Give us a now. Apocaly- apocalyptic lipstick. 
Apocalyptic. <laughs> Here is when we were recording the promo from last week. All next week on the Strawberry Alarm Clock, we are letting you know that the highly anticipated original series Why the Last Man is available to stream now exclusively on Disney Plus with new episodes every Wednesday. Win all the goodies to enjoy the ultimate viewing experience. Project yourself into the post pop. Oh, I knew this is fucking me. Project yourself. Project. Sure. Project yourself into the post apocalyptic. I know what it is. I can't get my brain to say it. Apocalyptic. 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 Po- project yourself into the post apocalyptic. Jim, I know. Science. Apocalyptic. Project yourself into the post apocalyptic. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic. F***ing... Project yourself into the post-apocalyptic world of Why the Last Man, available now exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Listen in for your chance to win. Now it's time to celebrate. Wait, you did it, Now it's time to celebrate. I like the way you left yourself in at the start where you didn't get make a mistake. Well, I didn't have that word. Yeah, post-apocalyptic. There you go, you got it now. I've had a lot of practice, though. It's been no nearly a week, like. Anyway, uh, you can win with that competition very soon. Yeah, like before 8am. And we've got a huge <laughs> Phillips projector and a huge jumbo elephant beanbag for you to win with uh, Why the Last Man on Disney+. Plus. If you'd like to win it, hang around. Sorry about the language there. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Sell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. No time to die. The world premiere was in London last night. There was a premiere in Dublin as well. Crossy was there, uh, down at the Lighthouse. London London had Remy Malik. The Lighthouse got Crossy. Uh, We had Daniel Craig there. We had the royal family were there. Everyone was lining up for a howie with Prince Charles. Daniel, uh, Daniel's bond shut down. So it appeared that Daniel Craig wasn't happy with the, uh, the line of questioning from one reporter. Here's what he said. Mm. There's a lot hanging by this film. Are you confident this is going to be the one to bring us all out to the cinema? Listen, I don't know. It's up to the film gods to decide that. I'm not, you know, all I, I, all I know is that we made a very beautiful movie. This is the premiere of your final Bond film, but do you feel like you said goodbye quite a while ago, really? No. No, no, not at all. No. <laughs> okay. All right, thank you. All right. <laughs> well, he said thank you. No, he wasn't rude. No. No, he didn't. He, like, he obviously didn't say bye. I think the first question was all right, because people are, they keep saying, you know, this is the film that everyone wants to go back to cinema see, but... The second question was a bit silly, I think. Right, well, you don't know anybody who's seen James Bond. I do. Not you, not you. Oh, sorry, right. Everybody. Hey. But we do. Crossy saw it last night. It's three hours long. He says you need to have your snacks and your beverage game completely sorted. Mm. But he said it is incredible. I don't even want to say what he said about the last 30 minutes. So I won't say Say nothing. No spoilers. Don't listen to any spoilers. Just go and see it. Daniel Craig and Lashana Lynch will be on the show this week chatting about Bond uh, also Lashana was there so she is the 006 slash 007 agent mm-hmm. and she was also on the red carpet what are your emotions at this moment an emotion of everything on the spectrum I think so much hard work has gone into making this movie and I'm just so glad we get to celebrate it the way that it deserves and the way that Barbara Broccoli and Daniel especially get to just feel Emotions that I think this movie comes with, the no title is special, that it deserves something like a roll out of the to celebrate for the first time. Wow. 
And uh, also Ben Wishaw, who's in all the Bond movies. I think he, is he Q or M? I can't remember which one he is. He's one of those lads who gives him the gadgets. I think. I don't think he's Q because he hasn't always been Q. If that's the case. Oh, he is Q. Is he? Yeah. He replaced the Q then. Yeah, the other Q is no longer with us. I don't think. No, he's not. He's definitely not. So this is the new Q, and uh, here's his reaction of the big delay for it to come to cinema. It's been a very, very long journey. Did you ever have moments along the way thinking, is this thing ever going to get released? Of course. I, I, I think I worried most of all that it would just turn up on a sort of streaming channel. Um, and that would have felt really wrong. So I'm really pleased that they held out and that was be able to see it on a big screen as it was intended to see. Leia Sadu will also be on the show this week. So we literally like this photograph of the three of them on the steps with Daniel in his big pink velvet tuxedo and they'll all be on the show this week. And Rebel Wilson. Now listen everyone, if you haven't seen Rebel Wilson recently, probably the last time you saw her was two years ago at the Brit Awards and she was very funny. She has completely transformed herself. You would not recognise her. I didn't. I was like, who's that? Rebel Wilson has told fans it's never too late to improve yourself. I'd, I've, I follow her on Instagram and I'd, I'd seen her sort of weight loss journey but if you haven't seen her for two years, since for two years, go on to her Instagram and have a look at her most recent pictures. It's, she's just, I'd say a third of the, of the size. Yeah, it's a mad transformation. She's obviously working very, very hard at it. Fair play to her. Everyone's, uh, well, a lot of people are watching, they're betting to Kin on Sunday nights, the new RTE drama. Well, when that's over, there's another new RTE drama. The new RTE Sunday night drama. It's tense. It's gritty. It's mean. It's nothing like love-hate. Okay? Nothing like love-hate. Even though some of the characters from love-hate are in it, it's not love-hate. Remember that now. Everybody. Who's that? It's Tracy. Come here. I want to talk to you. Tracy, how are you? Everybody. I just wanted to say about your car. Your what? Your car. What about my car? Your car keeps going into the back gate and doing things that you shouldn't be doing, yeah? You know what you need to do now? You need to calm down, shut your mouth, give your face a chance. Yeah, you, you, you relax now for a second. Don't you be staying nothing with my family. There's loads of us in there. Your son, yeah? You- what? Your golden-haired boy keep taking his football over into my garden. Yeah, I told him to. And you know what I'm going to do next time in that house? What are you going to do? You're doing nothing. I'm going to get that ball, yeah? And I'm going to burst it with a trowel. Is that the same trowel you used to put on your makeup, you muck? Gin. When Tracy and Barbara go at the gin, nobody's safe. I was, you're, you're lucky that there's a fence here because I'll rip the head off you and I'll flush it down the side passage drain. Do you want another one? Yeah, go on, eh? Yeah. Gin. Buckled up Alwyn's on a Saturday afternoon. If there's one thing you should learn from gin, the new OT drama is that you should always drink responsibly. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Dublin's hit music station. 
questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie car insurance. Empowering Irish women every day. Visit MissQuote.ie. So, Emma, we had a nine yesterday. We're very excited by it. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. Is. We had a couple of eights last week. Are Hopefully you e- I can live, live up to the standards. Yeah, well, the, the standard to get a grand is ten. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, Crossy has been asking about if you have a job, what's the most repetitive questions people ask you about your job? And you've got a pretty interesting job, so... Yeah, I work in... Um, a prosthetic company called APOS in uh, Dublin. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Never a boring day, anyway. So, what kind of question? Like, we always go, what time do you guys get up at? Uh, what <laughs> What is the what's the most repetitive question people ask about your job? Well, I actually got a few questions, um, like a few phone calls asking about prosthetic eyes. But, um, yeah, I have to send them elsewhere because we don't do prosthetic eyes. But we do most other limbs. So, yeah. <laughs> Wow. It's unusual, isn't it? I don't think we've ever had anyone who worked no. in that business you before. Go. First for everything. And really helping people too, so go yep. you. Yeah. So you've got ten questions. All you have to do is give us ten correct answers and we'll give you a thousand euro. Okay, easy. No pressure. <laughs> it will be grand. On, Emma. What, okay. would you spe- what would you spend a grand on? Um, God, I don't know. Um... I probably I have a wedding coming up, so I'll probably go shopping for the wedding. Nice. Are you the bride of the wedding or are you a guest? Oh, Jane, you know, I'm not the bride of the wedding. Good. I'm just the, the friend. <laughs> okay, good. Whoo! Right, here we go. The game starts in three, two, one. Which day of the week is also known as hump day? Wednesday. What's one quarter of 600? Oh, God. Uh, I don't know, pass. In Spain, what type of food is polo? Uh, chicken. What is someone from Denmark known as? A Dane. True or false, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters used to drive a school bus. Uh, false. What James Bond actor did Daniel Craig take over from? Uh, Pierce Bosman. In what musical did Hugh Jackman play the role of circus owner P.T. Barnum? Um, uh... I've never watched it, but I know... Uh, it's a good film though. Try not to sing it. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Tullamore is the largest town in what county? At least. One Netflix show with a colourful title is about a woman's prison. Uh, Orange is the New Black. And what author wrote the BFG and Matilda? Roldell. Correct. Oh, man. I know, I know. Tullamore, as we like to call it in the show, it sounds more exotic. <laughs> Offaly. Uh, yeah. Hugh Jackman, yeah. this is the greatest show. <laughs> the greatest show, uh, man. Yeah. And the, the the first one, some of them, the maths ones, people just go, I don't, I'm not I'm not using that part of my brain. 600, yeah, no a quarter point. of 600 is 150. Yeah, I was never going to get that, really. Ah, you were. You 600 divided by five. See, the pressure, you just, you just thought, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool though. You did slip into an American accent, strange enough, Jim, when you said the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters, <laughs> yeah. So okay. was it a seven? It was a seven, yeah. Uh, Sorry, right, Emmett. It's not too not bad, Emmett. It's been a lot worse, trust us. It's been a lot True. worse. Yeah. Good luck with the day. Thanks so much. Any sounds of a cuddle mug? Of course. Thank you so much. That's yeah, great. No problem. Thanks for asking. Lovely. No one's asked for a cuddle mug in ages, Jim. For ages, yeah. Now everyone's going to start asking. 
Sorry. No, you're fine, you're fine. That's what we got them for. To give them away. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, guys. See you Bye. Later. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Kids in the car, kids in the car, everyone is a little star. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. This is the end of us looking for your good news. We're looking for a new question for tomorrow. We'll tell you that in a second. But first, uh, here's what you were saying. Hi Jim Jim and Nobby. Nobby My good news is that I got my new room done up as Man United team And I went horse riding Bye oh, mm. I wonder which will work out My better. name's Millie and I'm going on an airplane tomorrow for my uncle's wedding Bye oh, Where's he, where he getting married? Cabin crew, secure doors, take off Very exciting Didn't have say, you, didn't have say Have they been on a plane I before? I love taking or? off, I love taking off that big whoosh shoved into the back. Come on. Come on, Ireland. Oh, the wheels are up. Come on. My name is Holly, and my good news is that I got the Lego Harry Potter castle, um, the Ooh. Hogwarts castle, um, off my uncle. He surprised me on Saturday um, by bringing it home from Vancouver for me. Bye. Wow. That's a very sound uncle, isn't that it? That is a very cool uncle. What's wrong with that? Here's an uncle who brings presents home on time. <coughs> <laughs> I'm having I made my oh. communion and I made lots of money yes it's not all about money now it's in fairness. not all about it's the money sacrament and where you go and get a burger afterwards as well hi I'm Alfie I'm eight and I played my first football match on Sunday good man Alfie you did well did you win Alfie we need to know these are the questions well Where, done is it this Sunday it's, it's, it's happening or did you already play it and did you win that's the big important question. A lot of questions there, Jim. It doesn't really matter if you if you won or not, though. Next. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. Hi. My name is Keelan, and it's only 19 sleeps to my birthday. Ah, Keelan. Uh, not that you're counting, Keelan. How are you feeling, Keelan? 19 sleeps. And then you're into Halloween, and then you're practically around the corner from you know what. Yeah. How are you? Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. My name's Claude Metcalf. And my good news that I went to Smith's yesterday and spent some of my birthday money. It's a good day at the office, isn't it's it? It's very good. Right, kids, we want you to send us in an impersonation of somebody famous, right? But don't tell us who it is, right? So you just say, hi, I'm Jim Jim, and you do the you do the impersonation. Could of be your favourite YouTuber or yeah, Minecrafter. Cartoon character, whatever. And we're going to try and guess who you're doing, okay? Yeah. So, do that. Can you do it, Jim, to give everyone an idea? Hello, I'm Human Cyborg Relations. I'm C-3PO. Now, don't tell us that you're C-3PO. Do you get it? Yeah. From Star Wars. Still your voice, but don't tell us who it is. Hey, That's what kids. <laughs> who the hell was that? Uh, that was scary. Uh, this in the car. What are you dressing? <laughs> Were you dressed up as for Halloween? Uh, I tried to break into Morgan Freeman, then I realised no kid's going to know who Morgan Freeman is. and what It doesn't matter. Point. You can do whoever you want. There's no rules. One day... You can do a good Morgan Freeman. Is the weekend going out with your woman, though? 
It's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Sell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. So Billie Eilish and Phineas, they got the uh, the red carpet treatment at the James Bond movie. Of course, they did the soundtrack, which came out, is it two years ago nearly? Uh, it, it feels like the end of 2019, yeah? I don't even remember how the tune goes now. Like every other Billie Eilish song, Jim. I know I do like her I know she's good uh, They were delighted anyway To be part of the Bond franchise It is insane I feel so weird I mean it feels like a dream And like a fever dream at that So it's crazy Phineas I caught your chuckle on the word weird <laughs> Yeah it's so surreal about doing Yeah this. such an enormous honour For the both of us And you know there's no more Iconic franchise Married with music And film history in my opinion Down to Goldfinger And Live and Let Die And Skyfall and you know it's just such a tremendous honour the most iconic thing you could possibly be part of I think iconic man yes do you remember the, the, will I give you a little reminder of, of what it sounds like it's called No Time to Die I yes I, I, uh, I can't remember I know it came out a while ago and we were all talking about it it went number one didn't it yeah yeah no one knew what the hell was going on in the world Oh yeah, it's good, yeah, yeah. The only thing is, usually the main theme, it just comes up at the credits when everyone's walking out of the cinema. I know, but that's the bit, that's the one. Yeah, but that's no one stays gonna... around, they don't hear you. They're not going to have, like, spoiler uh, bloopers at the end of the I know, they do have band. a little bit of it in the, in the movie. They might have it in the opening titles too. And I didn't really like the previous one, The Writings on the Wall, that one. Sam Smith? Yeah, I didn't really like that, I'm going to say now. Don't tell Sam, sure you won't. I won't. Um, Britney Spears' ex-friend or former friend Sean Phillip says he hopes Britney will be able to regain control of her life again as a judge is set to rule on the petition to remove her dad as conservator. He explains why Britney won't perform while the situation with her dad remains. She's a performer at heart. She's a genius at performing. She is um, so good at what she does. She does it so effortlessly and I know that's what she loves to do but I do believe that she's doing the right thing. She needs to um, have control of her career and I would do the same thing if I was her and had that talent I would hold out until I knew I had complete control over it by the way when I went on to my TV guide on Sky last night it has that that pretty thing is already there the new documentary oh yeah there's no waiting around Rihanna admits billionaire status congrats felt really weird billionaire yeah she Thank spoke you. to Access Hollywood Hollywood spoke to Rihanna ahead of her release of her Savage X Fenty show it puts the night lotto into context doesn't it it does, yeah. It's all we'd need. If you want billi- 19 million, you could just be Rihanna's gardener. Yes. You're a billionaire, a young billionaire. At that, I'm just saying, you know, so... Don't come to my house asking me for $20. <laughs> <laughs> but how does it feel? You know, like, and you, you did it in such a short amount of time. You know, it was real weird getting congratulations uh, texts from people for money. You know, I was just like, wait, how, how does... I never got congratulated for money before. Like, that shit is crazy. But it, it made sense when I realized that it, it was inspiring to people that they felt like this is something that they could achieve. Yes. Knowing where I've come from, knowing my humble beginnings, they see uh, the possibility and it gives them hope. Yes. And, that, and that made me feel um, really happy. Quite a tricky question to answer, I would imagine, Rihanna. Phoebe Waller-Bridge was also on the red carpet back to the James Bond red carpet now in London and uh, she is involved of course in the script and making sure that this, the, the roles the women's roles are much more sort of you know, robust and a bit more rounded rather than just you know the old Bond 
and uh, she reflects on the scale of such a blonde a, a, a bond blockbuster. There have been very real moments when you're actually just sitting in a room with Daniel and Barbara and Carrie and you're just talking about the characters and the nuances and, and what they want the film to be. They, they felt very real, but then it's almost like you're just thrown out back into the surrealism every time you see a set or you meet a stunt coordinator or, and they're just talking about the, the huge scale of this film and the impact it has on people. Oh, Jim, it's not about the fact that they're blonde anymore. Is it, you can't talk after you're <laughs> a, a, apocalyptic. <laughs> uh, and finally, finally, Rami Malek was also there. He's delighted to be a baddie. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, unless unless you're Daniel Craig. But uh, for me, it's something that I'm going to relish for the rest of my life. I couldn't be more grateful to have been asked to be in this film, and uh, it was everything I wanted it to be. Daniel was uh, an exceptional leader. It, it's hard to really want to hate someone on screen when he is so kind and thoughtful. And He's, uh, I think, everyone... Likes Rami. You just can't not like Rami. But he's wrong. It's not the once in a lifetime because there's a couple of villains that come back twice. Oh, yeah. He hasn't seen those ones, obviously. Dublin's FM 104. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and we can now beam into the studio, it looks like, of the wonderful Danny O'Donoghue. The boys are back in town. That needs to be playing, blasting on the speakers before you, you gig on, on this massive you know, tournament. We used, to, we used to finish all our shows with that song. I love that song. Yeah. Boys are back in town. Come on. Um, like, you know, so, I just had an espresso. I, I was on, this, I was on um, all the morning shows with, uh, with all the Australians this morning. So I had to get up at seven this morning, did nearly three hours worth of Zoom calls and then went to sleep again. So it's from like half, half middle of the day, about two espressos and a Snickers. So I'm, you had I'm, to, I'm good to go. You yeah. had to get up to, at seven, Jim. Are you listen to this and do three yeah. hours. Wow, well, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you, know, you know what doing 15 minute interviews is like all day. Oh. <laughs> well, come here. What, what's, what question have you been asked so many times today that it's wrecking your head and we so, won't ask mate, it. Is this the end of the script? Is it like the greatest hits? Is this like the end of it? Is this like the end of the chapter, mate? Is it? Is this like the end of the book, the script? Do you get what I mean? You see what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you say to that? Uh, to be honest, I, it's not at all. Because, uh, I mean, we wrote more than enough songs to come out with a, um, yeah, a seventh album. But we just came out of COVID going, what do people want to go and hear track five off the seventh album from the script? Or do you want to go out into a field, sit there and sing a Hall of Fame for the first time? superheroes man who can't yeah. be moved and we're like now's the time I, I believe for for a greatest hits you know they're, they're, Sony have been tra- contractually obligating us trying to get us to do it for nearly two or three two or three albums now but we're like we never felt the right time to do it but and I'll, t- I'll tell you the reason why we are doing it and you won't find a band who's more happy than we are right now to be doing it you know those some bands are coughed away because <laughs> I feel like it, it ages you yeah. well with David Gray right he was doing the White Ladder tour and I was I bought my mates off oh, 15 tickets so I was just like I'm going to this it's going to be brilliant because you know you're guaranteed to hear Babylon This Year's Love you know all yeah. the classics um, and then I'm on stage you know we're in Scotland all these people singing Hall of Fame and then get it put in the car and then sent into a house for two years nearly you know 18 months me and the girlfriend and while, while we were you know uh, I, I guess fighting like cats and dogs like everybody else I just had this idea of like, I really feel like I want to come back out and just play, just get a guitar, go to either my friend's house because we weren't allowed in our mates and gaffs, go to my friend's house and just play songs that we know and sing along together and just experience 
you know, this this type of uh, vibe. So I just I started reading the lyrics and stuff of the songs that we had, and I was like, you know, um, drinking old cheap bottles of wine, you know, sit talking up all night, doing things we haven't for a while. We're smiling, but we're close to tears. Because even after all these years, we just now got the feeling that we're meeting for the first time. For the now, first was time. that written yesterday in COVID or was it mm. 10 years ago when the script released the first record? It's, it's, it's like it's history repeating itself in a way. And I just felt that all of these songs, they've kind of taken on a different meaning now that we're, we're coming out of something that, like, let's say in Ireland, it was the Celtic Tiger and it was a fall of the Celtic Tiger when we were coming out. But now the world itself has been through something in our generation that the whole world has never been through something together. Mm. And I just felt like, you know what, these songs right now are about people going through really tough times and coming out the other end. And if there's anything to be optimistic about, anything, because it's so harrowing, we've lost people, we've lost jobs, we've lost a very skilled workforce in the music industry ourselves, engineers, you know, uh, guitar techs, the likes. And if there's anything to be right now is optimistic. And Irish people are brilliant at it, you know. So that's kind of why we ended up and we chose for now to be the right time for the script to kind of do a greatest hit. For me, it sounds like a greatest hit, yeah, Tales from the Script. But really, I just want to go back out into these places and, you know, with people that I love and my friends and my family and just sing the songs that have changed my changed my life, you know. And like I said, for our fans, there's a lot of the songs have helped them get through these really hard times. And oh, these times are hard. Yeah, they're making me crazy. Don't give up on me, baby. <laughs> you should have heard. You should have heard. There was nearly 70,000 people at the Isle of Wight. I mean, you could. they were trying to get on the stage, rip the mic out of my hand trying to sing that song because <laughs> it, it's now their song even more, you know. But I know There's I ramble lot. on a little bit too much, but I really feel strongly about it, you know. Everyone wants the hits anyway. I mean, like, we're coming out of, we want a party. We want all the hits. Hit us with the hits. But, but exactly. Uh, exactly. That's exactly the same way we feel. It was hard trying to pick the you know, the ones that go on the actual album itself, because we're going to, we're going to do exactly what it says. We are Ron Seals, Quick Drying, Woodstain. We're going to do exactly what we say on the tin. So you're going to hear all of those songs that are on the greatest hits. So every one of those will be sung, um, songs that we haven't done in a long time. So I'm going to have to get the lyrics out for that now and start relearning a lot of these songs. <laughs> you don't forget <laughs> them sometimes, do you? I forget them all the time. I'm I'm very okay. well known for uh, forgetting the second verse or singing the first verse over the second verse. Or I actually went out. Believe it or not, if you haven't done something in eighteen months, it's like you never did it in the first place, right? Yeah. So uh, so I went out for this gig in Romania, seventy thousand people. So it's literally the same size as Croke Park, and I had all the first w- words written down for like four of the songs on my finger. <laughs> but little did I know, as the gig's going on, my hands getting sweaty and it's all looking like a big problem. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> on my hand but that's one of those things was you, where if you see me throw the mic into the crowd it normally means uh, normally means I've forgotten the words and I'm looking for a dig out <laughs> we were chatting about chatting to you today and work today and Crossy Works with us said will you do me a favour will you try and find out where did the lads do their first ever Dublin gig do you remember it and do you remember where it was and when yeah, was yeah. it I remember the, first, the first Dublin gig was in the Sugar Club brother actually uh, worked, worked there at the time and it was a battle of the bands but we have the poster itself is actually in the new video for the new song I Want It All um, right. that we ended up putting like all the old posters but that, that very first one was in it was in the Sugar Club uh, we were on first of about seven bands and that, that was our first gig where we like people paid in to see us mm. but the first actual thing that we've ever done as a band to try and get out there was uh, do you remember Balcony TV? Yeah Yes. Yeah. so Bal- Balcony TV was the very first performance that we've ever done outside of recording the stuff and maybe doing 
like one or two showcases for a label. That was the first kind of thing we did as the script getting out there. So you can have a look at that online. It's 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 Still crazy there. to see, man. It's such a long wow. time ago. You know, what that I mean? was a good show, yeah. Years ago, you know, yeah. And when was that? Like zero six, that kind of time. It's talk, yeah, and maybe end of six zero six because yeah. shortly after Mark's mom passed away, then my dad passed away. So we were probably about a year, uh, a year trying to kind of get over that, and then we really ended up releasing the album in uh, two thousand eight. The it was the eighth of the eighth oh eight, because because the synergy and it was it was it was a great uh, it was a great date. And then yeah, man, the rest is the rest is history. I know. I remember. I still remember We Cry coming in, going, "They're Irish." I was like. Yeah, that was the that was the biggest. I think that was big. The biggest buzz about an Irish single for for years. I think the thrills before that was the biggest buzz. It was like, who are these guys? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we, it was funny because we were hearing loads of murmurs that there was A and R men up and down the length of Ireland getting lashed out of it because n- nobody had seen it coming. No, no, nobody knew who the script were. We'd actually got signed to um, an American label, and everybody in Ireland, you know, Sony Ireland, Polygram, all the B and Gs, all the majors were thinking like, how did somebody with their ear to the ground not hear the script and it was simply because we were, we were living in America at the time and we were kind of we were we had one ear in America and we had one ear on you know because we grow up with you know rap hip hop um, R&B and then another ear on the likes of you know your U2s and like I said all of those bands that, um, that are grown up you know listening to on, in Ireland Cranberries and um, even down to Smith Thrills they were kind of they were really kicking when when we first came out so we kind of had this dual sound going on that we kind of, to the Americans, we sounded European, but then to the Europeans, we kind of sounded American. Mm. And and it was to, and in Ireland, it was definitely one of the first of its kind that you had somebody who was coming out and basically singing singing poetry. That's kind of what I thought. People are going, looking at me, thinks he's bleeding rapping. You know, I, and I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a rapper. I, I know that for a fact. Um, I just, I quite like spoken word and I quite like singing melodies and just trying to change it. That's what We Cry was, was kind of our attempt at, because we got so much to say, as if you didn't know that already, but we got so much to say that we just add melody to it. It's like auto-tune the news, really, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just do you. That's always good advice. Just do you. It's not a music question, but before we let you go, is Ollie still at the wheel, Danny, yeah? Man, he's not going to let this go. I was contemplating it earlier on. I, I tell you, he, he should be at the back of the bus right now. Get him, okay. get him out of the steering wheel oh. right now. Give me, give me a go. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a shot. I'll have a shot, you know. Um, we've we've spoken to Glenn loads about, you know, mental health and really heavy chats. Maybe he should go in and chat to the dressing room. <laughs> yeah, the girl. Bro, you need to come and have a chat with me because my mental health is suffering hell bad, man. You know I had to be playing. <laughs> listen, we'll see, we'll see midweek. I was so amped up. Uh, you know, do you know what the funny thing is? Do you remember the last time you were saying this? Like, I, who do you support Man United? And you said, oh, yeah. sorry for your loss. Right. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> but I talked about a guy called Mark Goldbridge who was part of the United stand. And he heard that. And then on his thing, he was saying his mental health was suffering until he heard an interview on your radio show where I wow. mentioned his name. Wow. And he, got a, and he got a big lift out of it. So I contacted him. We're actually really good mates. And I went on the show and I did a whole interview on the show and everything. He's, he's actually is a oh, class actor. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah, honestly, that's excellent. Really, really good. But um, it, needless to say, we're great mates, but United are still doing very bad. So nothing, nothing's, nothing's changed there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, listen, it's great to have you guys back. It's, uh, it feels like a little bit of normal, as people say. And I don't mm-hmm. like that phrase anymore, but it does feel normal to have the script back on tour. Yeah, man. Um, someone's pressed play on the world again. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. We'll give the new tune world now as well. So, uh, listen, thanks for talking to us today. Appreciate it. Dude, no worries, man. See you, see you guys later. Thanks so much for all your Cheers, support Danny. during the years as well. And I'll see you at the gigs. Cheers, dude.
It's a strawberry alarm clock. It's seven four. It's nine fifty. Kid Leroy, how are you doing, kid? All right, kid. All right, kid. All right, kid. Who says that? Will he? This is what happens, right? So when he he's eighteen now. When he hits twenty one, yeah, and he can, you know, he can Have get Coca Cola in America. Yeah. yeah. So uh, will he be uh, change his name to just Leroy? Um, what did Lil Wayne do? He would have been Master Leroy at, at one point in time. I don't know what Lil Wayne did, Jim. We should knock him up on the phone. Big Wayne? Big, no. <laughs> Remember Lil Bow Wow? It's Big Wayne. He, he became just Bow Wow. Yeah. He was Snoop Dogg's nephew, wasn't he? Uh, maybe. If you limit yourself to like a little... Never limit yourself. Little little name. Never typecast yourself. <laughs> Never do any of those things. Uh, on the show this week, we're here with Why the Last Man. It's Wednesday, and that means there's a new episode on Disney Plus from today. It's available to stream only on Disney Plus. It's set in a post-apocalyptic world where a, Good man. a big event, I'm not saying that word, has decimated every mammal with a Y chromosome. That's all the blokes. And all the men are gone, <laughs> except for Yarrick and his pet monkey. You should be doing their publicity. Oh, I should have All done. the people who Y chromosome, that's gone. Biology. That's all the wasted, men. For wasted in biology. So, um... Aiden has a white chromosome, and how are you, Aiden? How are things, lads? Things are good. Good. What's going on in your world, Aiden? All good. All good. Just at work. Yeah. I described a lovely place in the west of Ireland that has a square and a shop, or a street named after shops, and an arch, and a very fast flowing river. Yeah, and, and that's where my girlfriend is from too. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've only been there once. <laughs> Just brought you to meet the family, no? Yeah, that's, that was the one time. I haven't been back since. All right. Do you sing that song to her, do you? Well, no, she's from uh, Cheon, so I always say... What, God? I always say to her, hey, you're the fastest town in Ireland. Cheon! <laughs> <laughs> so what do you work at? It's not comedy, anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm only messing. I liked it. <laughs> I work in Pfizer. Oh, do you? You do. Saving the world. You got 5G and you're gone for free, do you? <laughs> Bernie Airlines getting the fella on from Pfizer, the media are controlled <laughs> the with the government. Paid you to say, they they really the didn't. competitions are fixed. I wish they did. I could retire. <laughs> you, must, you must have run out of tinfoil in your house, did you? Making hats. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you do in Pfizer? Uh, I work in quality assurance. Very good. Okay. Well, we can assure you of the quality of the prizes you're about to win. Yes, now. it's a gorgeous Philips Neopix LCD mini projector and a big, huge elephant bean bag. In jumbo size. Absolutely buzzing. That yeah. is a class prize. It's good. Delighted. Enjoy. Right, Thanks for listening. Cheers, lads. Have a good one. There's Aiden. Thank you. Thank bye, you. Bye-bye. That was good fun talking to listeners. Very two, two new, unique jobs today. We've never spoken to somebody who makes prosthetics for a living and somebody who works in works Pfizer. Pfizer, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be someone from the government on tomorrow, though, won't they? Oh, uh, yeah. They'll probably be Leo himself. No, it actually won't be. <laughs> Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.